But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, Ole, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! Episode 56 of Lima Time Time. I'm James, he's Patrick. How you been? Yo, what's up, you fucking idiots? <laughs> it's been a while. It's been it's been at least a week and a half. Since I've yelled at everybody, it has been more than that, yeah. You did the solo show. I had I had an engagement last week. You did. You were you were straight Hollywood. You had a party to go to on a Wednesday night to watch to to watch soccer. It was a Thursday, wasn't it? It was a Thursday. Was it? No, it was. Well, a we kept no. We we kept delaying it. Yeah, no, it was a Wednesday because that was the game. Yeah, you're right. It was a Wednesday night. Yeah. So, but we made that the only night that we were both free, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm not free. I'm, I forgot." <laughs> so that was my. Own. So we're both very busy. Yeah, no, we're we're important men doing important things. Yeah, you're taking care of your family and doing very domesticated and just being a good man in general. And I'm out here wiling on these streets. It's just we're. <laughs> We're we're the perfect juxtaposition. It's of, what, uh, even no, though we're really not. No, it makes it work. It, it works. We're, this this somehow this show works, and I I can't. Yeah, explain we don't it. know. Yeah, we don't have the formula. We don't know how how, but it does. Yeah, it does. And we should be syndicated nationally. We or, we will be because there is a uh, you know maybe nationally we have more rational listeners and uh, more of a rational fan base than understand the game of baseball and we'll get into that but first we are brought to you by the ever-expanding bravado spice i their hot their hot sauces are great i straight up watched guy fietti uh taste some bravado spice last night on youtube and he hated it because he doesn't have good taste he right his, he's got a mouthful of donkey sauce and he spent too much time in Flavortown and he doesn't know what good stuff is He's probably, you know, he's like a legit, really good chef, and he just sold out to like be a like a douche. But he's—it's not like he can't, you know, he can make it some like fire ass nachos, right? Oh yeah, no, no. I <laughs> like mean, if he's in your kitchen, like he's like, yeah, I'm making uh, sliders and nachos, and he can. Guy Fieri will take care of you. Believe that. He he just he just will wear a shirt with a fire on it while he's doing <laughs> it. Who among us would not? Go the Guy Fieri route, where you're you just randomly happen upon a show, and they want to make you a brand and make you rich to where you can do whatever you can open restaurants, you can open restaurants in Times Square, you can do whatever you want, and and you want to complain about Guy Fieri? No, no, get out. No, no one gets to complain about Guy Fieri. No, I sell out instantly. I dye my hair, and I will like I will wear shirts for the Emoji Movie. <laughs> like I will instantly sell out like in a, it won't even be like i won't even have to answer my agent doesn't even have to ask me he just will sign off like yeah he'll do this whatever <laughs> he's already given me just like a, he's an, an all-encompassing yes but anyway but bravado is good so he probably did like it because everyone likes it whether you're a good or bad person and like the emoji movie you would still like bravado spice and they're taking over and like we've said before they're going to drop us at some point Yep, because me yelling at you, which is obviously going to continue until you guys shape up, um, becomes a liability to them at some point. While I'm making threats to the uh, general public of their, uh, you know, their market, you're badgering their market. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I, I get how business works. So I, I don't blame them for that. <laughs> so enjoy it, and even if they do drop us, you'll still eat it because it's really good. No, I'll I'll, str- I'll straight up buy it. I mean, even, if, one, one, when the day inevitably comes to where we don't have Bravado Spice as a sponsor, I'll still go out and buy. I'll buy their hot sauce. Well, see, I'm gonna see. I will. I'm gonna strong arm them for us, James. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that if they try to drop us, I'll make it. Um, trick them into thinking they signed a contract, and part of the buyout will be that they have to keep providing us with free hot sauce for the rest of our lives. Yeah, which will and hope- then I will, but that will curse them on this show secretly while I'm eating their hot sauce. Yeah, the the rest of our lives, hopefully, being not a not a long period of time. Like hopefully, yeah. I mean, I'm good with just checking out 
Yeah, I right do. now we're being really honest. They can, I, we can <laughs> get. Well, no, let's wait to let's let this baseball season play out, and then I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Like I'm good. November first or November fifth. I don't know when the World Series actually ends. It's December fourteenth, I think. Yeah, Chris, it's a Christmas time uh, <laughs> night night game in in a cold city. That's what. That's how we lose the World Series. <laughs> Alex Bregman gets jammed. Uh, in some cold city, and it breaks his arms straight down to his elbows, just splits them in half. And nope, Aoki is released by Toronto, signs with the Nationals. The Nationals win the National League. We lose Game Seven to an Aoki Grand Slam. <laughs> At that point, I'm just like, whatever. Good for him. I'm man. He was very. I felt bad for the homeboy. He was so sad. You see the, his little exit interview. He's like, he's. I like that. I, I like Aoki. He's he's all good with me. You know he did he did what he needed to do and and it's yeah I didn't I I didn't think that Aoki was a piece that could get moved but that's uh, just how baseball go. Well, you know it's funny and and you said this in a tweet and nobody's talking about this and it may be a little bit of a stretch but we did acquire a a young left fielder with MLB talent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that will contribute and play down the stretch. Um, so if Derek Fisher's the real deal, he's going to prove it to us. And it, it sort of feels like he is. And, and, and Aoki is one of those guys like Marisnik last year before Marisnik sold his soul to the devil uh, to be very good at baseball this season. Well, to be better at baseball than he had been previously. I don't very good as a stretch. He's still hitting like 220. Okay. I all right. All right. I can. He hit. He he's he he got a little bit of pop. He's got some but pop. He's, let's let's get. A, I love Marisnik, but let's not get. Let's not wild out on it. Well, I mean, I mean, very good. Meaning, like his singles have turned into doubles, and his doubles have turned into home runs. Yeah, he's got some pop. So, yeah. So his oh yeah, his OPS is better. His slugging is better. Um, and no, I mean, I didn't think Aoki would get moved. But uh, no, nobody did. But that's the Loki. That was the sneak. That was the sneak in this deal. Everybody's like, oh, Mariano, which we'll get into because. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. But I think that Fisher up with uh, there's potential for a giant upgrade. You don't have a you have an upside to that move. Yes, absolutely. Not and only, with a lineup that protects them. You did not only help out your bullpen. And to what extent remains to be seen, but but you upgraded your outfield uh, offensively and it, it, you know defensively in left field at at Minute Maid Park it, it's not it doesn't really matter because uh, they stuck Carlos Lee out there for what a hundred years and that was still a circus. Yeah, but but no, you're right. But learning to play caroms and uh, having a good arm. You got to be able to throw people out, and Fisher is a five tool player, as as far as I'm concerned, uh, or at least close to it. He's yeah. he's pretty athletic for being a bald guy. He's like a uh, a leveled up young like looking McCann. <laughs> we get to we get to he lo- he looks ten years older than he is, but he's he's low key very athletic. Yeah, we we get to wonder like, holy crap, Brian McCann? No, Evan get. No, Derek Fisher. Like we, we get to call roll among bald guys with beards. Whenever I love when guys look old like that, or like the uh, the super athletic overweight guys, like in the NFL with the, the defensive tackles that are <laughs> three hundred and fifty pounds but can run a four or five. You're like, how is like you can't even fathom the athleticism. You're like, how is that even a thing? Yeah. So no, he, I'm I'm excited to to see what he can do. You know, on a, in a larger scale. Um, I don't know, man. I'm well, well, I'm obviously not angry. Well, let's let's do this. Let's talk about who the Astros did not acquire over the last two weeks. They did not acquire Jose Quintana. How do you feel about that? Don't care. Okay. I, I mean, we, we are we already knew he we weren't going to get Quintana. I don't know about that. I, I felt like that that deal's been done. That they wanted too much, and that we weren't going to give them. I thought it was a Tucker thing, or it was Bregman. There was some deal breaker in that. That was I at least read in a couple articles on it. Okay, so that I'm they gonna... wanted too much, and that we've proven that we are not going to bite on any of that nonsense. Okay, I want in hold... terms of value. 
I want to. I, I mean, okay, go ahead. No, no, no. I want. I want to hold that thought, and but I want to hear because because this is. I feel like this is going to be a recurring theme, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pencil that in, and and let you finish your thoughts. So go ahead. No, I just would he help? Maybe it wouldn't hurt. I'm, I wouldn't get mad if they signed Quintana, but I, am I upset that they didn't? No. And he kind of, and you and like you said, it is, this is going to be a recurring theme. Nobody. I'm not upset that we didn't get anybody, maybe other than maybe Britain or Wilson. Any starting pitching, or nobody out there is better than what we have. I'd agree with that. Maybe you, maybe you, Darvish, but apparently he's not. I mean, he's not pitching well. He's a rental. It's a we. I don't think we had a shot at getting him anyway with the Rangers. Okay. And we definitely weren't going to give prospects to Texas to have them go out and try to re-sign them next year, and then they steal our players and then get them back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm just mad at the whole thing. I don't I, at people getting upset. There was nothing out there. No. Okay. That that's interesting. Starting pitching. What starting pitching wise? I there was nothing. There was Sunny Gray and and look at the numbers. Tell me, Mike Fires and Brad Peacock are are worse than than Sonny Gray right now. Um, I mean, seriously, you, look at the numbers. No, you can play with arbitrary endpoints, and you can say, well, like since April, since May of 2014, then Sonny Gray did such and such, and but aren't Fires. you as good as you are right now? Yes. So then, uh, people, you they flip back and forth from big picture, from historical stats, from oh he's been in the playoffs before, to that he's just a name that we don't know. The unknown is equals better. No, and that's, that's true. so stupid. No, that's that's there is definitely a grass is greener on the other side aspect to the trade deadline. Absolutely. And, and you know, and then also you couple that with the uh, the reactionary time we live in. Yep. Uh, the real time reaction time of the internet of people just getting so angry, <laughs> and it just made this perfect storm. And, and, and even the Major League Baseball and the the media plays into this. Yes, who, who are the losers at the deadline? What's the, what the fuck is the deadline? It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> the deadline is in itself an arbitrary endpoint. Absolutely. I, sometimes, and that's why I've been telling people all day, like, yes, you can come back and talk all the shit after the season plays out, but not doing anything is still a move. That's true. Not giving away your people is a move. That's a very good point. What if Charlie Morton is the World Series MVP, pitches <laughs> a no-hitter in Game 3? I mean, I'm, and I'm just throwing that. That's just a, that's random. That has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> no. But- saying, you don't know, and... And team, I mean, last year there were how many articles were there about Texas being the big winners, bringing in Lucroy and uh, and all these guys in Hamels was that two years ago or was that last year? Hamels, last year, right? Hamels was two years ago. Lucroy was okay, last two year. years ago. Okay, Lucroy was last year. Uh, they went and got Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's. But I, they were declared the winners of the trade deadline, and boy, I don't remember them winning a World Series. No, and and. 363 days after they won the trade deadline by getting Jonathan Lucroy and what's his what's his name Jeffress they got a couple, they got a couple guys they yeah Jeffress they they traded Lucroy for a player to be named later which you know that's there is and, and yeah no there, there is there is there is risk all right let me ask you this what has more risk going for it and making a making a bold move or you rely you rely on the guys that you have and see i think that's that's tough to put a a solid definition on because i i think the bold move would mean that there'd have to be somebody out there worth going like sunny gray would not have been a bold move no, giving up giving up Derek Fisher and giving up prospects for Sonny Gray. We all know who he is, and, I, and, and I'm not. This isn't a Sonny Gray slight, but that's not a bold move. And I don't necessarily think that Sonny Gray, although on paper we're all excited that there's this new guy and that we're bolstered, I don't necessarily think we are that much better right now with Sonny Gray in the rotation. And then that's the only starting pitcher that was available because Darvish wasn't coming here, and. Uh, and Verlander, hell, Verlander could still end up here with waivers if we're being honest. But yep. we can yep. talk about that at another time. Yep. 
Um, so yeah, so it comes down to Wilson and Britton and, and relief, and yeah, they would have made the team better. But how much better with with our injuries and rotation problems? I don't know how much better they make the team at this point. And I mean, you know, there was a, I, there was some article, and I can't remember, and because I'm good at this, I can't remember who wrote it or when it was written. But like Andrew Friedman, the he, he's not the GM of the Dodgers, but he sort of pulls the strings. Um, the general thinking about him was that he would he would go for it, but in the off season, like he was not gonna let himself get inflamed by the trade vapors. He wasn't gonna turn into like some Southern Belle, like genteel woman that that <laughs> that. But he he would make his moves in the off season when when passions weren't so high when there wasn't an abnormal amount of pressure and who, who can, I mean, I, I feel like Luno sort of falls into that category where, I mean, Reddick was, uh, they upgraded in the off season from Jason Castro to Brian McCann and they upgraded from 2016, Jake Marisnik to Josh Reddick. And those moves absolutely 100% paid off. And Beltron, you know, I, you can, no one who has never spent a minute inside the locker room can discount what Carlos Beltron has meant to the team. I, I've read, and, and this again, this is an outside perspective, I've read that he has had a immense impact on the young players and that basically he's, he's just a tutor. Yeah, walking around, just teaching things, working on things. Hey, I saw this in your swing. Literally, just being a mentor. Yeah, and then he hits what two forty and gets on base and still drives and runs it every now and again. It's not like he's a complete just zero. He's not. He's still Beltron. But no, his his uh, clubhouse presence is is very very valuable, and I don't think anybody would discredit that. Yeah. Uh, so, so did Luno? Did Luno go for it in November and December as opposed to? doing what everyone wanted him to do on July 31st. Well, I mean, I, I, I think absolutely he did. Given that, I mean, and you can define going for it. It's not like he didn't try to get sale, they, like he didn't want Quintana. Yes, yes. Um, it's not like he wasn't trying to do that. He, he's just, he has, a, they have very specific value grades, mm-hmm. and I don't know how this, what their system is, or, but he didn't waver from that. I kind of, res- I respect the fact that he's like, no. This is too much. You're not going to fleece me because you know that we have a glaring need, and you're not going to take more. You're not going to get more value than you're giving us. Right. It's not worth it. We are the best team in the American League right now by with ten, injury problems by ten and a half games with injury problems from the two MVP candidates out to uh, Keuchel just getting back. Uh, McCullers obviously having problems with the back still. Yeah. Um, and and we're, and we're still there. And not to mention that Hench has been fiddling around with the bullpen this whole time with this lead. So everybody's freaking about the bullpen. Well, they're not – they've been toying around. Musgrove pitches an inning here. They give young guys a chance. They're playing around with Feliz. Yeah, Sip is thrown out there every now and again. They haven't been pitching in defined bullpen roles at all. Do and you- I think that – I think the amount of – now with Liriano, we have, what, three or four starting pitchers – in the bullpen, mm-hmm. so we're ready for long relief innings. Um, and Liriano gets lefties out. He can come. He has one of the highest uh, strikeouts per innings pitch in the leagues for years. Yeah. So if he comes in as a if he comes in a sip replacement and just pitches an inning here or there, or even just a you know a left-handed heavy lineup, he could be very valuable. And I think he's going to be a sneaky good signing for us. Not that I think Liriano's bad just because he's not having the greatest year. Liriano is a, a good pitcher. And Toronto signed him last year for the run for that very reason. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just – people are freaking out, and I'm really pissed off at the fan base if we're being completely honest. Yeah. You not, know, that it's, not, it's, not that it surprises me. No, it's these the fucking least surprising. idiots on the internet, like I, I, I had to get off it because I was getting so mad. I was lucky enough to be to be fairly busy today, so I could not spend the amount of time that, that I would normally spend on Twitter. Um, but but I feel like if the Astros had traded, let's say they trade Fisher and Martes 
for Zach Britton, then the other side of Astros Twitter would have would have been screaming like there's there was no and we've talked about this before. There's no no right move. There's no obvious move to improve the team that is ten and a half games better than the rest of the American League. That that the only real competition record wise is is the Dodgers who went out and got you Darvish. And I want to talk. And they about- needed him because Kershaw's hurt. Their offense isn't that great. They needed Darvish. Okay, please don't restart computer. Hold on. It, of course it updates in the middle of a show. <laughs> Fucking stupid ass. What are you, part of Astro's Twitter? <laughs> Dumb, dumbass computer. All right. Um, it sounds great. Yeah, let's update in the middle of the show. <laughs> well, we won't. We didn't give up. We didn't go for it. We didn't go for the show. Um, it's July 31st. We'll restart if we want to. And see, and, and you even brought that up. Just say, Fisher and Marte uh, for Britain. I, I'm a little eh on that. I wouldn't be upset, but I I think Frankie Tuesday is a superstar, and Britain's good. But I I don't know, man. I'm I'm even iffy on that move. No, no, I can talk myself out of. I can talk myself in and out of any For possible sure. move they could have made. For sure. And see, and I wouldn't have been mad if if they did go for it because I'm like, okay, we gave up a little bit. We have a giant. We have prospects. For, you know, for days, yeah. I, I I would have understood if he did go for it, but I just honestly don't think that anybody out there is worth mortgaging for future moves. Not even for the future of the team. These guys are going to be around to make trades in the off season for other guys and or bolster. I mean, there's no reason to get crazy. Luno has always been a guy that was going to set up an organization and not buy one. Yeah, always been his thing. And anybody who's surprised by this should not be. No, if if you're surprised that the Astros did not overpay for somebody, then you has you straight up have not been paying attention. And and you know, and you brought up Friedman with 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 the Dodgers, and I believe not only with the Kershaw injury, but the fact that the the Cubs got infinitely better and they went for it. The, the National League almost forced the Dodgers' hand. Yes, with Dar with Darvish. Not that they weren't interested anyway. But I think that with Kershaw hurt and the Cubs making those moves, they had to get better to uh, to keep up. I mean, the Nationals are still going to be a threat. The Cubs signed two guys; they're playing great baseball. I, they they were forced to make a move, and they did. And that is what it is. So I don't know if it's necessary necessarily uh, against his you know his normal way of approaching the game. I think you just had to do what you had to do. Yeah, but that's a rental, a, a total rental. I mean, like Darvish, most likely is. I mean, is not going to sign a long-term deal with the Dodgers. Now, now you don't know that because LA is. Can they even afford? I don't even know if they can afford him. They can afford him. Well, and yeah, and he's been he's been steadily declining for a minute here. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, if you if you were, let's think about. Let's think about baseball history. If you were a Japanese player looking to come to Major League Baseball, I am Japanese. You are the the Dodgers are. That is a very friendly organization, for sure. Be, and it goes back to Ryu. It goes back to I can't think. Hideo Nomo. Nomo. I mean, it's 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 the shortest flight you could possibly take to Japan. To get back so to is family. Seattle. Seattle's a very Japanese-friendly place too. Absolutely, West Coast. I mean, and and maybe, you know, the, what what? Uh, it's not. It's, it doesn't frustrate me because it's such a long Isn't shot. He Korean? Who? Darvish. Is he Japanese? I think he's Jap. I think he's like Japanese slash Persian. Nobody knows what Darvish is. So yeah. So yeah. That's just. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, that's irrelevant. No, you're right. You're completely right. <laughs> but I mean, the the only thing that I can think, and, and it sort of goes back to the the dominoes falling, like when the Astros signed uh, Guriel. Like we sort of looked at that as a possible gateway to getting his younger brother Lourdes. Like the, the, uh, Darvish's best friend is Shohei Otani, who and I might have mispronounced his name, but. Um, I- you know that he's sort of the next superstar Japanese player who's like best friends with you Darvish that is there an element of you bring in this guy that might lead to this guy or are they just do they just realize like hey the world is smaller now 
for the time being until it gets nuked. Uh, and <laughs> which could be very soon imminent. Um, so, you know, but you don't, you don't, I, there, there is a, this should not be a surprise, but maybe just maybe a major league front office has a longer view than Twitter. I know it's crazy. To say I'm going to have to agree with that. <laughs> and you know, it's crazy because they have, you know, just millions, hundreds of millions of dollars on the line and invested in, in certain assets. And, uh, you know, I would think that they would want a, uh, you know, they'd have a uh, a plan for the future maybe. A business plan maybe. Maybe a plan that they approach and stick to their guns and kind of do what, they, uh, what they're supposed to do. Rather than I, just like freak out and hit X on the trade button and just go for it because – because in video games, you can just hit restart and start all over. Or yeah, or you can override the trade rejection, right? And you can bring in Manny Ramirez <laughs> or whatever the hell. <laughs> That's it, just back when I played video games. I'm like, yeah, I want Manny Ramirez is coming here, whether you accept it or not. He's right. going to play for me. <laughs> and and that's, um, I, I want to talk about that because you know I hang on. I'm I'm not gonna just put me on hold on a podcast. No, yeah, sort of. Um, I'm gonna. My wife's in the other room. My wife. My Leave wife. it on the podcast, please. Um, I'm gonna ask her a question, and and it's going to lead to a discussion about Zach Britton. Okay. From Baltimore. So, yeah, the, it takes. Uh, this is the the most cliche, oh, the no. biggest cliche I'll ever use on on this podcast. It takes two to tango. So. In it regards, here's here is my wife. Hi. My wife. My wife, Kami. Say hi. Hola. It is your Leave a Time Time debut. How do you oh. feel? Well, surprised and uh, not ready. Okay, so yeah, we have not. We definitely not talked about any of this. We're not ready either. No, we don't have any well, plans. Are you ever? No. No. Um, I'm going to ask you this, sure. and and you need to project to this point. Okay. Um. The summer that I told you I loved you for the very first time. Yes. How many guys had proposed to you? 17. What? No. Lying. No, I'm not actually. There were three, but then um, an entire uh, group of like third graders uh, that knew that and they all count. they all Okay, wait. What? Too. Okay, hold on. This just took it to what? What? Okay, hold on. I I make I'm making a point here because I know the actual part of the story. How many the the, the I I told you I loved you on what date? July 25th. July 25th. So, and that was 2002. Okay. So, how many how many guys actually like legitimately on one knee proposed to you that summer? 3. 3. Okay. Is this a country song? It, it, it should be. It will be. Why? No, but I, okay, keep going. I, I get where you're getting and I like it. Okay, why did you tell those three dudes no and put me on hold for like six weeks? Um, why did you tell those dudes no? It wasn't right. Um, I You were... Yes, I could have said that... Yes, to any of them, but it and it would have been fine, but it wasn't the right fit. Were there qualities of those three other dudes who I now have to kill? Um, yeah, we got to kill them. I will take care of this. Yes, they're dead. <laughs> Just send me the list. But go ahead. Were there qualities of those other dudes that would have been a fit in a different situation? Absolutely, but not at the current time. Uh-huh. You were, you, okay, keep going. I like this. No, I mean, I like. I, I, I was 20. Um, it was, I, I, I wasn't necessarily thinking about marriage and it wasn't um, like, but, you know, it, yeah. I mean, there, there are qualities of all of them that, that I, that could have worked, but it wasn't the whole package. Huh. Okay. Cool. I want to know where this goes. Okay, so please so, talk. So, please keep talking. So where I'm going with this is that we only know what did not happen with the Astros at the trade deadline today. We don't know what the Astros offered for the Tigers, Justin Wilson, who I that, that, that's we'll talk about him in a minute. 
But he's the one guy I thought for sure. Like, I was texting people. I was like, we'll get Wilson for sure. That's what I thought as well. Um, but it didn't happen. Uh, did not get you, did not get you Darvish, did not get Zach Britton, but it, it goes back to the, the whole, the other side has to agree that what they're getting in return is better than what is being offered. So, and what they already have, what they already have. And so we also don't know, you know, Baltimore has never sold like ever. You're, nope. you're, my wife is freaking out here. Go right. Ahead. For me, it was a long-term commitment. It wasn't just what they could offer right then. Okay. It wasn't just, okay, it looks good. It like, it, hmm. it not, you did looks stop. It looks good, huh? Okay. Looks like. it, what, it was, <laughs> it was not a short-term commitment. It was, it was, is what they could offer. You're projecting. That was a projection. Right. Down the road. Big, big picture. It yeah. was big picture, like you just said. That's why I was freaking out, because I had a point to make. Thank you. Can I go now? Yeah. Okay, great. Thank hey, you. Pat. Hey, Cammy. Nice. Solid. Solid no, work. That, no, that, so, so what I'm saying is that, you know, the, whichever other dudes that we now have to kill, I uh, had proposed to the, the woman that I would marry and spend the, the rest of my life with, we don't know what the Astros offered the Orioles or offered the Tigers. It could be that the other side just didn't, just wasn't a fan. Like, they're like, well, we'd rather have this one guy who is this team's top ten. We don't know how other teams value the Astros farm system. Well, but also us too. I, I, I look at it more like Jeff saying, no, we value this more than what you're trying to take from us. Uh, no. Yeah, because other teams are like, no, we we want this from you. This is what we value our guy at, and we're like, no, we have, we value this more than yours, and we'll roll we'll roll with the best team in the AL as of now. Yeah, no, they I'm, were trying to fleece us. We had one glaring need. If if the other teams weren't trying to fleece us, then I, I'd have a problem with their management. If they let a sneak, I mean, I mean, honestly, for for Teoscar and. And Aoki, I mean, for Liriano, I think that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> we don't really give up anything. Yeah, no, that's that's with true. Fisher coming up and having a left fielder and being protected there. I mean, there's they had to try on us, absolutely, because they and I like that he did not bite. Go on. I I, I just want to know if next time I can actually talk actual baseball. Uh, yes. No. No. You will be used as a a female cliche forever. Prop. No, absolutely. We use love and puppy dogs every back single off, time. Back off, Pat. <laughs> uh, yes. Because I know I know baseball like the back of my hand. She does. So. So yes, your your that was not your debut. That was you. That was a skit. And thank yeah. you. Yeah. Huh. That was an SNL digital short. Yes. <laughs> thank you very much. You're welcome. I love you. I love you too. Um, but we don't know. I mean, it could be that other other teams value. I don't know anything about the Orioles farm system. I don't know anything about no. about the Cubs farm. I know that the Cubs have some good products. They don't have as many as they did, but but there's no way to know how teams value other prospects in the same way that we don't. Uh, do does anybody know what the Astros actually have, or do we just read Keith Law? And we read Baseball Prospectus and Baseball America and be like, hell yeah, we got a good farm system. And we go from there. It's it's all secondhand information that we don't have that other teams have firsthand information. Yeah, and that's one of the biggest problems I have with people being so reactionary about it is that none of us know. So not doing anything is keeping is, is playing with the uh, the monster that we do know. Which is the team that we have, which is the best in the fucking American League. Yeah. And the second best record in Major League Baseball. With with injury problems and, and playing average as of late. If we had our actual team the whole time, who knows? We'd be right up there with the Dodgers, if not if not better. Okay, so so how long has the have the if at all have the Astros played with the lineup slash pitching rotation slash bullpen that they envisioned going into the season? They have not had that team this entire season. There's not been a single game. 
not one game have they had the team that they had it coming in into the spring. And then you knew it with McHugh being out. There were a few things, but no, they have not had they have not played with the actual team the entire time. Entire time. But come beginning to middle of September, they get that team back. They do. And if they the way if, and it looks like their projections have been pretty dead on. If that's the case, let's just see what they're up to. <laughs> you yeah, know what no, I mean? No, their their record is not smoke and mirrors. Given the run differential and Pythagorean theorem and whatever math you want to throw in, it's not like the Astros are, I don't know what their record is, 68 and 36. Okay, 68 and 36. 32 games over 500. It, but it's, it's not like their their projected record based on run difference is like a a Rangers smoke show where they they actually should be like 52 and 48. Or something well, like yeah, that. Yeah, and like the like the Dodgers have just won, you know, they're on a winning streak and they've won like I don't remember what the actual number was, but a bunch of their latest games have been magical team of destiny, one run wins. And that's what scares me. And that's what the Rangers did a few years, you know, a couple years ago or last year with the 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 sneaky Rangers winning all these one run games. That's what the Dodgers have been doing just on this latest streak. Yeah, where they've no, been hot. No, you know, the, the guy gets his first major league hit which is a double as a game winner. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> like, props to them on that. But that's the kind of shit that's been happening in L.A. Yeah, no. For the it, last couple of weeks. And I'm I'm terrified of the Dodgers. And I, hope, I am, too. I, hope I am, the, too. I hope the Nationals, like, take care of them in, in the The MLC. Cubs and Nationals are very scary. The National League, they have to kill each other off. Yeah. The American League isn't as scary. Cleveland's got to worry about Kansas City right now. Yeah, that's true. That is absolutely they're true. Two, they're two games out. And, and obviously, both if if if... Kansas City catches them. That the the wild cards up for grabs. But that's when it comes into a one game thing. If you're in that wild card game, that, I mean, we we proved it in 2015 that you can win that game. Yeah, absolutely. You you can send Dallas and you Keiko. can have the uh, World Series champions on the ropes. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's not get into that. Minus Tony Sib. But that proves that the playoffs aren't a crapshoot. But in a short series, yeah, you can you can either catch somebody or you can get caught and it just happens sometimes. So, so playing devil's advocate. So let's get there. Well, yeah, the goal is to get there and then see what happens. We're already, we're already there. So we are setting stuff up. Yeah. We're, we're setting, we're setting our, our lineup and our, and our bullpen up for that run. And, and, and I don't, if you watch the Astros every single night, you see that Hench does something different. In that bullpen, we have long. We have three or four different guys that can give you long innings if your starter can't go. You have we we have a lot of flexibility in the bullpen that I don't think people are really giving us credit for because of all these these little bad innings that they've been giving up as of late. Yeah, sip aside, who's been bad all year? Terrible, but but <laughs> it's I, awful. Just I, bad. Just not. <laughs> I keep going back to. To the whole, like, with the bullpen argument that, you know, Gregerson will have a, a not great outing every now and then. But but the bullpen, yeah, the bullpen's been taxed because the rotation, they, they can't seem to go more than five and a third. Which go hand in hand. Yeah, w- true. But I also feel like a lot of the innings that are being eaten by the bullpen aren't being eaten up by the guys that you would rely on come October. Like when was right. the la- when was the last time Giles pitched? Saturday, which I know is like 2 days ago, but Giles is not overworked. Uh Gregerson is not overworked. Harris m- hopefully uh will be okay. But those are th- that's 789. Whatever order Hinch wants to put him in, I don't care. You know, I want I want leverage to be factored in, but the bullpen is being the, the bullpen innings are beaten are eaten up by Michael Feliz and Tony Sip and Martes, who's kind of trying to figure things out, and Musgrove, who's adjusting to a different role. Like being demoted to the bullpen with this pitching staff is not a death sentence. Like it's not the, even close. No, it's, I mean we we almost had Mike Fires in long relief, and then he just decided to rise like a phoenix from the ashes, <laughs> and he's the fucking. Team MVP on the pitching side, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. He no. stepped up and say, and Brad Peacock too, both just giving quality innings and quality starts. Like I you can't I can't say enough how much that they've 
they've contributed to this team. It's it's but been it's been great. I I, I think that the, the people the reason people are freaking out so much and they're still fucking stupid. And I'm this is not making an excuse for the dumbass takes that I'm seeing online because God they're so stupid. But that traditionally pitching wins in the playoffs. Yep. And I think people are discrediting the fact that we have one of the best offenses in history of Major League Baseball. That is one a, of the best ever, ever. That is a fantastic point. As a, a, when, when we're healthy, obviously, when you're we're going to struggle a little bit when you're missing two MVP candidates. Yep. But this this lineup healthy is so deadly that I I, I don't I, I understand the pitching thing. Oh no, it's Kershaw. Oh no, it's this. But that lineup. They can pop off for 15 on you on any person in this league if, and given the right situation. Well, I mean, so they're not out of it. I, I, I could. This lineup is good enough to, to face anybody. Yeah, no, oh, the, I mean, and, looking, I mean, come on, looking right now, and it's 8:27 p.m. on Monday night. Um, Tampa Bay, who is a wild card candidate, uh, if not a, they're only three and a half back of New York. Uh, three back of of Boston, um, the Astros have put up eight runs. Fisher just hit a home run. <laughs> Did he? It's eight to two now. He just yeah, homered. Eight to two. It's Marisnik hit a three run homer too. I'm I'm sorry, Marisnik. I got me and talk shit. <laughs> I mean, you. That's a really good point. That a good pitching beats beats good hitting. But does good pitching beat great historical hitting? all t- exactly? And 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 I think that. It's hard to put in perspective how good this this lineup is. No, it's 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 not because we've no no. We've I mean, for other it. for idiots is what I'm. Oh, for oh the, yeah, that's true. The morons that aren't understanding that this is something that you don't get. How many guys have hit ten home runs, and you don't have six guys hitting three hundred? I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and all of these multi-run innings, and it it's not a fluke because they've done it all year. Right. It can pop off at any time for multiple runs, and they are deadly, and they will beat you down all game long. Yeah. They may not score until the eighth, and then pop drop eleven on you. Right. I mean, and how many so, ta- how many times have the Astros like been down in the eighth and not won? And we're like, this is bullcrap. Like this is r- ridiculous. Like, I, well, you got to you got to go out and get a bat. You you need eight guys hitting three hundred. Like some yeah, they, they they earned our respect to where it's like we're not out of this. It's not over. We'll drop five right here. Yeah, they, they have earned that kind of respect. But the pitching, for whatever reason, all of a sudden it's freakout mode because everybody else is freaking out. No, that's true. We it's are like, a sixty-eight win baseball team, ten games better than any team in the American League with the injury problems we've had. Chill the fuck out. Everybody, calm down. It, uh, Astros Twitter is like it, it's like dogs in a neighborhood. It's, no, it's you. It's 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 the Houston mentality. But I don't buy into that because I've been here my whole life and I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is that like one dog starts barking, and then and then the the dog like two houses over starts barking, which makes the dog across the street start barking. And, and they're all very dumb dogs. Which we makes agree that they're all very stupid dogs. Which makes my dog Chandler, who is they're only outside dogs. They're like they're not allowed in on the couch. They can't nap by the fire. They're <laughs> only allowed outside. No, Chandler. So they're Angus. like the mangy. They're just coyotes in a yard, basically. <laughs> Chandler and Angus are dogs who are wonderful. Uh, they're inside dogs, but they'll go out and they'll bark at five thirty in the morning because why not? There's a squirrel. oh yeah. But but they're but but some they tear up. They're going to do their work. They're like, wake the fuck up! The real dogs are in the <laughs> right. yard now. And we're Y'all awake. wake up because this is we're out here now. We've been in sleeping good. We had a good night's sleep. <laughs> the sun's coming up. What time is it? I'm full of treats What's, and I'm right. ready to bark. Have my treats. Like y'all get the fuck up. It's five thirty. Y'all get up. Y'all get up. Dad's wake up. up. Dad's up. Let's let's start yelling. They can feel. Yeah, me. he's been blogging for two and a half hours in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta bark at all you motherfuckers. Y'all aren't blogging. You don't have stats. You start, don't have hot links to get out. No, what are y'all doing? Start barking. Nothing. Start barking, Nothing. bitches. Yeah, y'all are watching mattress. You left the TV on and you have mattress infomercials on or <laughs> for some weird sex hair pill that came out that nobody knows what it is. Y'all aren't up. JG I know what it is. No, I'm just sick of I, I people just had it was so reactionary and I wish I made a list of all the 
very smart Astros Twitter people that were on the right side of history. I was, I was keeping a mental log today, and there were more people that I that we normally interact with that are that listen to the show, that interact with us that were on the right side of history as of now. Okay, so I will a hundred percent admit I'm wrong if we do nothing and the bullpen blows up and we blow a lead and, and lose a playoff series because of it. But I, I just think that you can't react at nothing until it's all played out. So, so let me ask you this: When is it okay to? Because all right, so let's let's think historically here. Because I'm a history teacher. 2015. You know, I think we're both in agreement that. Um, the Astros did the right thing in trying to keep that the the hot start alive, and right. they parlayed that into Casimir and Gomez and Fires, R.I.P. Carlos Gomez, R.I.P. Scott Casimir, Fires. God bless you. You're the king. That was a lightning in the bottle trying to run. That was like let's just see what this is about. But there was no. That was a low risk, high reward type. Go for it. And and honestly, as far as the prospects that they gave up, nothing. I mean, well, Josh Hader. Uh, okay, okay, from, I'll give you Hader. Uh, and and Brett Phillips. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but that's still that's still a few years from playing out to where you can get a verdict. And Mike Fires is a contributing starting pitcher that has been essential to this staff this season. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, and Casimir was worth the risk, even. Did you see the just a sidebar real quick? Did you see the quote from him? And he's with the Dodgers right now, right? Nah, or in their knows. organization, yeah, or something. It was like he was like, hurt. "Oh, I'm trying to get my velocity and confidence up," or something. He's just like his arm's dead somewhere. I'm just like oh, Scott. <laughs> Granted, he was pitching for the Sugarland Skeeters like three years ago, so let's all calm the fuck down on Scott Casimir. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, they that was a low key go for it. They didn't. They're like, okay, we can get these guys. And we've talked about this a million times. We loved the Fires Gomez at the time for what the upside, what it brought. If Gomez panned out and played like he did when he was an all-star for him and Fires just pitched like he's supposed to, that would have really been nice. Yeah, no, no. That Gomez was— And it was for, for 2015. They weren't ready yet. The team wasn't ready yet. They were not that good. No, they were they, 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 they were they not. Just, they yeah. just got they they got on one, and it was fucking fun as hell, and it showed us what win baseball could be. It almost set the culture up. It did. 2015 was like was not supposed to happen. They weren't good enough, but that young core just kind of flashed and said, "Hey, this is what's what." Like we'll see you in a few years. Yeah, but I but I also think that 2016, last year's trade deadline, where the Astros didn't do anything. That was a combination. They fucking sucked. Yeah, they were they were not. I feel like a move uh, making a move last trade deadline it would have been welcomed because they had been playing very well for like a couple of months. But the first mm, for all right, so the season was four months old. The first two months were absolutely god awful. The second two then, months were were they brilliant. were amazing. But but I think they appropriately judged like they're more like the first two months than they were the second two months, and then like within like a week, Valbuena who was playing lights out, who has not been lights out since, like he got hurt, Keiko got hurt, McCullers got hurt, and Bregman who just been called up got hurt, and and, everybody got hurt. There was a there was a trickle down really quick. Yeah, and that looked in hindsight not doing anything last trade deadline looks pretty good. So in the offseason, they go out and they get Redick, they get McCann, they get Beltron, and and now it's it's not I don't think the Astros are gun shy about making a trade. It's about appropriately valuing no. the team that you have. A hundred percent. And look, and, and James, okay, so say this happens. So and this is this is not gonna happen, so everybody calm the fuck down. But say the McCullers and Keuchel do flame out, and the injuries in the rotation end up playing out. And yeah, we go to the playoffs, and we lose in the first round, and we didn't do anything. We didn't give anybody up. So 2018, here we are, same prospects, same thing, ready to go. Everyone's so you're almost contract. you're. I mean, you're you're playing. You have the best team in the American League. 
win healthy, and if say something happens, you still have that team coming back next year. You didn't mortgage any of the future. Yep. I I like that. I like it. Yeah. No. There's and and, and, and like I said, I, I'm not against us getting anybody. I just don't think that you need to give up more than value for something that nobody out there was going to make this. That Britain or Wilson would have been amazing. We'd love to have them. They would have helped, but they weren't going to win or lose the World Series for us. I think that's accurate. Or a playoff series. In in the in last week when I did my Go Get You Darvish uh, episode, essentially, it was it was well, the yeah. I mean, I get it. No, but it was it the the point was like Kyle Tucker for You Darvish, which the Dodgers didn't have to give up their version of Kyle Tucker. But but the the point was. The Rangers are not one good prospect away from being a dominant force for the next five years. In the same way, the Astros didn't give up six or seven prospects that could be a dominant force for a rental or for a lefty reliever. Like, we... Nothing nothing of value was exchanged. Because everyone... You you say at the beginning... All right, you put... A list of names in a hat at the beginning of May. Okay, so we're not yeah. under this like arbitrary endpoint of the trade deadline. And you put Justin Wilson, Tony Watson, uh, a hurt ass, you Darvish, maybe Justin Verlander, but it's only like a Justin Ve before like the paper gets cut off. Like there's. And, and, Justin Durlander, <laughs> Justin Lowlander, Zoolander, the Justin Zoolander. There, there was nobody out there that was going to. Yeah, it's it's exactly what you were saying. There's no one out there that will win you a World Series, and that's and that was my that's my whole point is that I don't understand the outrage. Like, what is it? Is it just? Is it people that honestly? Like they love the Astros, they're fans, but they don't really pay attention. Because I feel like I have people like that in my family that love the team. They watch all the time, but they really don't know what how it works, how stuff happens, and their takes are terrible. And I, they just, I'm just like, oh, you don't really like you. Yeah, you watch the game of baseball, but you don't really know. You don't know who's coming up or what's going on in the prospects, how it works. You know what I mean? No, I think I, I don't think, know if you've met people like that 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 do watch and they are fans and they love the team, but they don't really know how shit actually works. You know, I, I, I and I feel like a lot of people on the internet are like that. They don't. I was like, you know, this is not. If you knew anything about the game and how everything works, you would not be outraged by this. No, it's it's at, at all because there was nothing. We didn't miss out on anything. Yes, it would have helped. I, I think you and I would both agree that we would love to have. Have Britain or or Wilson here? I really wish, or, or any, or even Sonny Gray. I mean, I've, no, the, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be upset if they went and did it. Depending on what the deal is, obviously. I really wish, but we. I really wish they would have got Justin Wilson. I, I think Justin will, and see, and, and it's funny that you said that that was the guy that you had said that we. I thought so as well. I thought they were like ah the the or I read reports that the Orioles were like ah we're gonna. We're going to hold off on Britain. He was kind of slowing down. I was like, okay, so we're going all in on Wilson. We're going to snag him. Nah, freaking Cubs. But, but they, but they were going to police us. There's no. I would love. I wish that it, like, after the fact they had to uh, release the rec, the public records of what was offered, so no. we could just have arguments to shut people up. And be like, no, like look at this is what they wanted. Yeah, no, I'm they, gonna... they wanted they wanted Altuve and they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Just some just the Keuchel, and they wanted all this nonsense. They wanted Tucker, and they wanted the entire Hooks organization. It's like, okay, no, Detroit. <laughs> yeah, we, and the the whole thing is that we don't know, like, how many people would would straight up shit their pants if the Astros had offered Fisher and Tucker, which I don't think they'd offer them and Marte, but it, it, one of those two and Martes and Forrest Whitley for Zach Britton. And, uh, fuck you! And I would, I would riot. I'd become a Rangers fan. I would not <laughs> lie. But, that was too egregious. I'm but, sorry. Yeah, was, I don't mean that over the line because but, I hate them. But and let, I would never. But, but like say, that would be that would be outrage. Uh, I would just erupt. Let's say. Oh, cool! It's nine to two. We're now we're just and the Rays, a a team that was right up there in 
in the American League East. That wouldn't trade uh, us recently, Chris Archer. But let's say that, that wouldn't the, Chris Archer. Now he's battling orbit. The online. Astros. Um, let's say yeah. the let's say the Astros put together a package like that and offered that for Zach Britton and. Peter Angelos, their 170-year-old owner who re-upped his deal with the devil to stay alive for another... I can't read this! Yeah, who re-upped his deal with the devil to stay alive for another five years, like, rejected it. Like, you can't fault the Astros for not getting... We don't know what was offered, and... And we don't know what the other team wanted. Like, if, if like maybe maybe other teams freaking hate Jeff Luno. And they're like, no, we want... We they want, might! Five of your top ten prospects, uh, because we hate you. But I, I we like they were Theo. doing that because they knew we needed that. Yeah, no, but we like Theo Epstein, so we'll we'll trade him to you because you're not. Uh, and think about it from the Tigers' perspective: like the Tigers want to contend very soon, and they can trade Justin Wilson to the Astros and watch and deal the, with us for fucking seven years if we, re, you know, or deal with the or just send them to the Cubs and well, not deal with them unless it's the World Series. One hundred percent, exactly. That comes into play. That is part of strategy. We, in the same way that maybe the the Rangers didn't want to give the Astros Darvish because Darvish they, was never on the table for us. I I'm, I've been on record. I'm one hundred percent saying that there is no way without us mortgaging our entire future. To the Rangers, also a division rival, which would mean the same logic yep. would apply to us. We're not giving them the, our future, just like we're not. It was Darvish was never really on the table for us, and that's I believe that that was a pipe dream, and I and I bought into it, and I wanted, I did too. But then when I really thought about it, I was like, why the fuck would they? Why would we give them future players that are going to affect us later in the division, and why would they give a division rival? A, a guy that we could, pen, I mean, we could potentially re-sign. What if he got here and bought in the culture, and we're like, "Fuck it, we'll give Darvish some money." And then you we'll never get- know. You never know. They, they don't want to play with that fire either, and you don't want to face Kyle McCullers, Darvish for fucking five more years or three, whatever it is. So that that was never going to happen. So Darvish was a pipe dream. The the point is that that freaking out over the trade deadline, it's like freaking out. It, it's like okay, so it's like reading half of a book or watching half of a movie and being like, uh, I nearly, I nearly said my emergency word, being like, screw this. I'm, I'm never reading this again. The author totally missed the plot. And, and this is what the character should have done. And so I'm going to throw this book in the fire and drink Keystone the, for the for the rest of my life. Like the, the, <laughs> the, the, there is Keystone a, in the mountains. Cause I, I, have, I just built a, a fucking bunker because I got to bug out because this world's coming to an end. I just built me a shelter. It's all coming to an end. I got, Everything's blowing up. I got, the Astros are the end of the world. I got 2,500 cans of beans and no can opener. And But, but, but I'll figure that out. I'll figure that shit out. I'm in... I'm intuitive or ingenuitive. I don't know the right word for this, but I do know that if there's a can of beans, my family's got to eat. I'm in the forest somewhere. Maybe a bomb went off. Maybe it didn't. I don't fucking know. I do know that this can of beans is getting opened, whether I have a can opener or not. So I don't really care, to be honest with you. I'm just knowing that the world blew up, whether it did or didn't, it did. I'm under here. I got beans. I'm going to eat them. Whether... Sonny Gray's in that equation. I don't know who Sonny Gray is. Sonny Gray sounds like a guy who plays blues in front of the old gas station where they don't pump it anymore. I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm Astro's Twitter. I'm this guy in the bunker. I'm a fucking dumbass. That's all I got. Sorry. And no, no, that's exactly what I mean. Like, <clears throat> like when I got my wife to come in here when she didn't know that she was going to be on the podcast and make her debut, which wasn't her actual debut. Like, I don't. I, I kind of know who those other dudes were that like proposed to her. Uh, you mean I, the dead men? I, yeah, the no, guys I, that are actually dead. They're on, they're on a list. I, they are dead. No, go ahead. I'm Steve Buscemi in Billy Madison. Like I'm crossing oh. I'm crossing names off with lipstick here. But like I don't know if that if if one of those dudes had like a, 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 a 14 inch penis, which I really don't want to think about. Um, that's a yeah, don't go down that route. Terrible, please. terrible thing for me to say out loud. But, but there there was something about those dudes that they might have been better 
in the short term than than the we don't we don't freaking know. And there, while we who are obsessed with with minor leagues and prospects that we think we know, but we don't know anything because all we do is look at box scores, maybe once every month, every six weeks. That that other teams that are more invested think like I'm gonna go with this dude, and maybe the dude with the 14 inch penis is like, why did you pick him? Meaning me? And because the guy with the one inch penis hits 417. <laughs> he, he can draw a walk from time to time. Yeah, yeah, he has he has a fucking on base percentage. He can fucking take a pitch. <laughs> guy with the 14 inch penis. He can make this he, guy. This guy can hit to the opposite field and go the other way on off-speed pitches. You, for the one, just swing for the fences, don't you, buddy? <laughs> don't you, buddy, with your big penis? That's it. You, that's all you know is the home run. Well, this guy can go the opposite way for a single and hit through a fucking... Okay. Maybe he yeah. likes Maybe he likes to read. Maybe he can engage you in conversation. Maybe. Oh, the shift is on? Well, this guy can hit through the shift. Yeah. Yeah. God bless. I'm telling... But it's just... And and like and I, I and I want to put myself in this category. I don't know either. We all of us no, do not know. Nobody knows. Nobody so, knows. Like so exactly. So to have a problem with not doing anything and not giving anything up, which we're all under the perception that we have a great farm system. I I'm pretty sure we do, and pretty sure is about as sure as I can be with not watching them every day. Right. Like that's all we know. So that's just staying pat at the as the best team in the American League with a seemingly good farm system behind them. So I, I anybody who has a problem with that, I with with injuries that are not season threatening that that will take some time, but but everyone will come back in time for the playoffs. And we don't. Another thing we don't know. We don't know if Zach Britton is like racist. And doesn't what? like Venezuelans, and so he and he I'll hates Venezuelans. I've read this. <laughs> we He's don't... got a Venezuelan flag with like the Ghostbuster sign with it crossed out in his locker. <laughs> there, there's so like, he, and he yeah he has he has Maltuve as in bad in Spanish. Um, Bilingual. He has a Maltu he has a Maltuve jersey. Which means bad tuve, which we don't like that. That's yeah, right. he hates us. That, so yeah, so that that's part of it too. That is the front runner for the title of this episode, Mal Tuve. <laughs> no, it's, but exactly. We we just don't know how terrible of a person he is, or if he's just not good enough to join this club. We or don't we don't know. Another Another legitimate concern about Zach Britton, who's been dealing with like forearm injuries, is like that's a precursor for Tommy John. So, do you want to trade three straight up? Do you want to trade Kyle Tucker for Zach Britton? And then Zach Britton in the middle of September blows out his elbow and needs Tommy John, and then you don't have anything for Kyle Tucker. Right. Yeah, and his last name is Britton. It's like, okay, yeah. Remember 1776, <laughs> where we, we gave something to Britain? Remember the War of 1812? I don't, I don't necessarily remember those things, but I do know that Britain is bad, and the United States of America is good. Right. So we hate Britons. We I'm don't. Kidding. We don't hate them at all. We, we like them, but we don't like that particular one. Um, you know what? I, I, I think a lot of the outrage, honestly— comes down to the fact that we are not playing the greatest baseball right now. We have injuries. Our lineup's out. It's just been kind of a mess. And, oh, I mean, sorry, we're playing nine and seven baseball. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We're two games above 500 with a fucking piece together shadow ghost of our actual lineup. Mm -hmm. That's that's how bad it feels because of what we were doing in the, the rest of the year. We are nine and seven. We lost our second series on the road this season in Detroit this past weekend. Yeah. Put that into perspective. Just think about that for a second. Everybody that was freaking out that's actually listening to this, because I'm sure you're not listening to it because you're smarter than that. You know I'm going to berate you. <laughs> the second road series of the season at the end of July. 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 I mean, come on. Like, what are we talking about here? Obviously, the answer is to lose enough games down the stretch to where we have to play on the road 
the for the entire duration of the playoffs. No, because now no now we play well at home. We flipped it on them. Mm-hmm. Our numbers at home have gone up, and now we play. We're playing good at home. What is this? Is total change of subject? It what, doesn't matter. We're really good. It doesn't matter. What is more likely: the Astros win the World Series in the next three years, or Jose Altuve hits four hundred for a season in the next three years? Ooh, they're that's fifty fifty, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's he is okay. The Astros are going to compete in the American League for for years to come and yes. I want all the Astros fans to just just take a deep breath and just nod and it's the truth we we're, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with for a time Jose Altuve is a legit threat to hit 400 yes he and he may do it this year and he he might not I don't think he'll do it this year but I think next year is a definite possibility the, the the best thing I saw was when when he was on that he's still on that stretch. I only want to say that stretch is over. He got more hits tonight. Um, there was a stat that that said that if if they eliminated like the first week of the season mm-hmm. where he kind of struggled getting into uh, just kind of getting into form, he would have been hitting three eighty five coming into this past weekend or this last week. Damn. And that's just eliminating a week of the season. If it started 10 days later, I think it was. It was something like that. I mean, something really, really like a short period of time where he just didn't hit well. Yeah. And that if you took those 10 games off and it started at, it was like April 12th or 15th. It was something stupid like that, that he would be hitting 385 starting there. And then it's just, I mean, that guy's a hero, man. Oh, cool. Marista get another home run. It's 11 to 2. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Astros Twitter. This. Do you know who's not in the lineup tonight? Reddick. You know who's not in the lineup tonight? Uh, let's see. Who else is not? Uh, Springer. Marwin Gonzalez isn't playing tonight. Uh, who else isn't in the lineup? Springer. Uh, Springer. Correa. Springer. Correa. Oh, those guys? You mean the four of the best hitters on the team? <laughs> four out of nine? It's eleven to two. What do you guys want? What do you want from this team? Charlie Morton on the hill, a makeshift li- a makeshift lineup. McCann hitting cleanup. <laughs> yeah, we dropped an eleven spot on him. What do you want, you fucking dorks? But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate, and that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Ole! You get a free child's play, put your sticker stuff, from any Astros game. Casa Ole! 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 Ole!